Welcome to the Whole Assistant Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Kroner. I'm an assistant who's passionate about our profession, and I'm also a certified coach who's invested in your success. You've come to the right place if you want to know what it looks like to stand in your power and achieve success as an assistant free from overwhelm and burnout. Now, on to today's episode. Hello. So today, I am going to be introducing a concept that is really helpful in overriding overwhelm in the moment. So I've been working with multiple clients a lot lately around their struggles with overwhelm. And this episode and the concept I'm about to unpack comes as a result of these coaching sessions. Now, this is going to be an excellent tool for you to use when you're feeling overwhelmed. So when you're in the moment, you can kind of redirect to this concept and it will help you manage the overwhelm, let go of overwhelm and get you into action. Now, in episode 36, I shared three strategies for moving past overwhelm. Please check out that episode as well. I break down three long-term strategies you can use to keep overwhelm at bay. Uh, But those strategies are going to be a bit hard to implement in the moment. So the concept I'm going to share with you today is what I like to refer to as the next one thing. The next one thing. Now, this concept centers around only focusing on the next one thing that needs to get done. So this is really helpful in keeping you from indulging in overwhelm through the power of focus. So I'm going to share my strategies for how to focus, but really breaking down the next one thing and why this is so important. So here is a fact for you. This is just a fact. It's just the way it is. You can only do one task at a time. You can really only do one task at a time. So when we say that we're excellent multitaskers, what we're saying is that we're really good at switching between one task and another task. Now, I'm not saying that you can't walk down the street and chew gum or whatever, like the mindless tasks or do your work and have gum in your mouth or whatever. But in terms of tasks and creating quality work, you can only do one task at a time. And there's more compounding evidence Uh, around the harms of multitasking. So that constant switching leads to mental fatigue, more mistakes, and you're actually training your brain to be distracted, which is not helpful. It's also an unproductive use of time. Studies have found that up to 40% of our productive time can be spent switching back and forth between tasks. So that's a lot of time where we could actually be producing something where we're switching back and forth between tasks, right? If we're actually to allow ourselves the gift of focus and be able to focus on one thing at a time, that would really mitigate these harmful effects of multitasking. And it's such a better, more productive use of time. And studies have also found an increase in memory problems in those who multitask. So I'm going to be referencing a article on psychology today in my show notes. So please check out that if you want more information around multitasking and the negative effects and the detrimental effects of multitasking. Um, Please check that out. Also, my gal, Melissa Peoples and I are going to be doing a talk in early May. I'm going to have her on the podcast and we're going to actually be discussing multitasking and is it helpful for assistance to multitask or not? And what are some alternatives there? But for today, I just want to break down this concept of the one thing. But as, as a piece of that, I just wanted to point out that we can really only do one task at a time. It's very important. I want to emphasize this. We can only do one task at a time. So there's also a difference between 
taking a step back out of the weeds to get the full picture and thinking we have to do everything all at once, right? So overwhelm comes as a result of putting equal weight on everything and taking in the big picture and ingesting it and allowing ourselves to get overwhelmed by all the things on our plate instead of just focusing on the next one thing that needs done, right? So that's where overwhelm comes from. It's from taking it all in and not really having a system or strategy for managing all the things. And so what ends up happening is we just feel overwhelmed because of all the things on our plate, but we don't have to feel overwhelmed by all the things on our plate. And that's why I'm referencing episode 36, three strategies for moving past overwhelm. The strategies I teach in that in that podcast episode will go a long way in keeping you out of overwhelm because it's all about setting up those systems, what systems to set up, how to keep your 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 work aligned, how to how to really manage overwhelm from a strategy perspective. But it's really unhelpful when you're in the moment. Like if you're feeling overwhelmed right now, you aren't going to consider how to create a task tracking system for yourself in that moment because your brain is taking taking too much in and it's too overloaded to actually process how to prioritize all those pieces, right? And how to actually streamline your workflow so that you can stay out of overwhelm. The next one thing is a great strategy for doing that because we're just going to be focusing on the next one thing that needs to get done. And I'll go into that in just a minute. But I did want to mention, as I was just had started talking before I went off on a little tangent, there's a difference between taking a step back and getting out of the weeds for a minute and getting the full picture of your work and the full scope of your work from a strategy perspective and thinking everything needs to be done at once. There's a difference between taking a step back out of the weeds to get the full picture and thinking everything needs to be done at once. So thinking everything needs to be done immediately or all at once is what leads us to feeling overwhelmed, as I mentioned just a minute ago. Now, this generally happens when we fail to prioritize. So if you're interested in how I prioritize and more long-term strategies there again, please check out episode 36. Um, I think it'll go a long way in helping you move past overwhelm long-term. Now, taking a step back is a strategic move that allows you to assess what systems are working and which ones aren't. It also allows you to look at your overall workload and determine whether or not it makes sense for you to continue handling certain tasks or if you need to delegate or perhaps cut them out of your workload altogether. Taking a step back as a strategic move versus taking a step back and allowing yourself to feel overwhelmed is there's a big difference between those two. Taking a step back as a strategic business move allows you to view your workload from your executive's perspective and perhaps adjust your priorities. Taking a step back is a strategic move. Taking a step back and being overloaded by all the things and being overwhelmed by all the things, that is a choice you're making in that moment. Now, I feel I realize that it feels like not a choice when you're experiencing the overwhelm. I completely understand that. But it's kind of the difference in how we're viewing our workload in that moment. We can either choose to view it as there's just a lot on my plate. I don't know what to do. I'm going to indulge in overwhelm. Ah, we freak out. Or we can go, okay, (laughs) these are the things on my plate. What can I do to like mitigate the overwhelm? What can I do to think strategically? What can I do to level up and add value at the highest level? And maybe let some of these tasks go or delegate. It's a strategic move that we're making, right? So the next one thing is all about focusing 
on the next one thing. (laughs) It's about getting really clear on what the priority is and then taking action on the next most important thing. Because for many of us, we feel like our job is like the postal service. There's just more mail coming in. There's more mail coming in all the time. And that is the nature of our roles. We are constantly bombarded with things. We constantly have things hitting our plate. We constantly have fire drills we're trying to put out, fires we're trying to put out. We're constantly dealing with fire drills. It's just the way of the role for a lot of us. And there are certain things you can do to mitigate those fire drills or certain things you can do to reduce the number of fire drills you have. There's a certain preparedness that you can have. But at the end of the day, there is a constant flow of tasks coming your way, right? So how do you actually manage that? Well, first step is to get clear on what your executive priorities are. And I break this down a lot in episode 36. So please check it out. I cannot emphasize that enough for this episode. But in the moment, when you begin to feel that overwhelm, drawing your focus back to the next one thing. What is the next most important thing that I must do now in order to move the needle forward, in order to meet a deadline, in order to make sure that my executive has what he needs to succeed? right? And I think it's all about the focus here. And I think we underplay focus as assistants. I truly believe this because I feel like if we actually valued focus, that we would intentionally create more focus for ourselves throughout our day. And so I think a lot of us have this underlying belief that we aren't allowed to focus. It's almost like we, we feel like we're more important or more productive if we can't focus and if we have to focus on all the things at once and hold all the things. It's not actually true. So creating that focus for yourself will go a long way in focusing on the next one thing, that next task that must get done, that is a top priority. And then, then once that is done and complete, then we move to the next one thing, right? So um, if our brains can only handle one task at a time anyway, why not embrace focus and allow ourselves to focus on the next one thing? I think, honestly, most of us have developed an intolerance to focus by holding all the things in our brain. We believe it's our job to hold everything all of the time. And we have this misconception that we aren't doing our job if we actually utilize a task tracking system and get all that stuff out of our brain and onto paper. But That's a surefire way to burn out and it's a surefire way to make mistakes and it's a surefire way to feel overwhelmed if we constantly have to hold everything in our brains all of the time, all of the time, right? This is why I'm constantly advocating for you guys to create a task tracking system that will work for you, that will work for you because a task tracking system that will work for you helps you get it out of your brain, get it on paper, get it on a computer screen so that you can line it all out and see what the priorities are so you can see where every task is at in your task tracking system. So we've developed an intolerance to focus by holding all the things in our brains. We've also trained our brains not to focus, which is why so many of us are fatigued and unnecessarily bordering on burnout. Now, I'm not talking about neurodiversity here. I'm not talking about like ADHD. If you have ADHD, that is just the way your brain works. I'm talking about training our brains 
not to focus, by having a million tabs open on our computer, by having our phone constantly ping us, by having Microsoft Teams up all the time or Slack up all the time, by making ourselves available to everyone 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and we're constantly being pinged by all the variety of different things. And that trains our brain not to focus. So it's no wonder that lots of us are teetering on burnout because our brains are so fatigued and we we feel like we're spinning our wheels and we can't make progress because of a lack of focus. And because of that overwhelm, that overwhelm feeling can be really intense. But if we actually allow ourselves to focus on the next one thing, it will mitigate a lot of this. And I think also like it's almost like we've unintentionally convinced ourselves that being overwhelmed is important. That being overwhelmed proves to ourselves that we are in fact adding value when maybe we aren't as much as we could be if we actually allowed ourselves to focus on the next one thing instead of indulging in overwhelm, right? It's kind of like this muscle that builds up over time. And and I, I spoke about this last year, I think at the end of last year, I was talking about my breakup with hurrying. I had just gotten in the habit of hurrying everywhere, hurrying to the office, hurrying to pick up the kids, hurrying to do da 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 da. And I was constantly jockeying to see if I could get someplace faster, constantly trying to see if I could stretch myself to get a task done quicker or sooner and all that sort of stuff. Like here wasn't good enough, right? I've actually taken the time to retrain my brain to slow down, not not in a sense of like not being as productive or not producing high quality work, but for my nervous system, I was noticing that I was showing up a lot more anxious because I had convinced myself that that hurrying was the best way to get places. It was the best way to do things. And I honestly, I was juggling running whole assistant and my executive at the time. So like time was really of the essence. I've got two little kids, one and three. Uh, They were even younger when this episode came out, when that episode came out. But like I had trained my brain to hurry. It was just my normal operating like way. I just normally operated from a place of hurry, not from a place of peace and rest. Now, I still get the same amount of work done, but I'm operating from a different from a different mindset, from not from hurry, but from peace and joy. And my word of this year is ease. Like I, my brain wants to convince me that it's more complex than what it is instead of embracing ease, right? So I think the same can be true of overwhelm. When we train our brain not to focus, it gets so used to not focusing and it gets so used to that overwhelm feeling that operating from a place of overwhelm feels more natural and normal to us than operating from a place of peace. But operating from a place of peace will likely be more productive for you, which is why focusing on the next one thing is so important. Because in order to get out of overwhelm, we have to create focus for ourselves. So the next one thing is a great way when you are feeling overwhelmed to like draw your focus back in to be like, what's the next one thing that I must get done? What's the next one thing? What am I going to do next? What's the next thing I have to get done and completed and off my plate, right? Um, So, but how do we actually allow ourselves to focus on the next one thing? I think first of all, we have to unravel our assumptions and beliefs around multitasking. 
I think a lot of us wear multitasking as a badge of honor when what we want to wear as a badge of honor is keeping track of all the things. And in order to keep track of all the things, we actually have to get all those things out of our head and into a task tracking system, whatever that system is. So I do think that we do need to unravel our assumptions and beliefs around multitasking. Tune in on May 4th. I'm going to be doing an episode with Melissa Peoples around multitasking and how to unravel those assumptions around multitasking. And we're just going to have a great conversation then. So please stay tuned for that episode. And I think another way in which we can actually allow ourselves to focus on the next one thing is to just get everything out of your head. I cannot emphasize this enough. I am a big fan of a digital centralized task tracking system. Um, I'm a big fan of Office Otter. I use Trello, OneNote, Asana, Monday, whatever your whatever your system is, just pick one and go with it. Also, there's not any one system that's not going to have its flaws, right? There's not any one system that's going to be the perfect fit, but there are systems out there that will get you systematized and organized. You can go on my website. I've got a free training on how to set up your Trello board as an executive assistant as your like a workflow board. So please, um, please check that out if you're interested. And then guys, we also need to train our brain to focus, especially if we have been training our brain for so long to be distracted and training our brain so long to indulge in overwhelm. We actually have to retrain our brain to focus. And here's where I want you guys all to start. I want you to determine what the next one thing is that you have got to get done on your to-do list. And I want you to set a timer. And I want you to set that timer for 20 minutes to an hour and just work on that next one thing for that amount of time. I think you will be surprised at how often your brain wants to go check email or go check Facebook or go check this tab or go check Microsoft's um, Teams or 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 Sun or whatever, whatever other um, app you you collaborate in at, the, at work, right? But actually closing out of all the tabs, closing out of your email for 20 minutes. And if you need to let your executive know you're doing it, that's great. But training your brain to focus will actually allow you to get crystal clear on what the next, well, it won't, it's not, it's not like you're going to prioritize if you're allowed to focus, but actually creating focus in your life will actually help you to get that next one thing done and off your plate. So that is my strategy for overcoming overwhelm in the moment is to simply focus on the next one thing that needs to get done until it's done and then move on. I think you'll find that if you're actually focused, that you will make less mistakes, you'll work faster, you'll work smarter, you'll train your brain to operate in a new way that will reduce overwhelm long term and then go back to episode 36 where I share all about how to how to overcome overwhelm my three strategies that are more long term and implement those I touched a lot on them here in this episode but from a completely different angle you're going to want to prioritize you're going to want to create a task tracking system that will work for you and then also train your brain right We've, we've got to take those steps if we really want to overcome overwhelm, but the only way I know how to overcome overwhelm when you're actually experiencing it in the moment is just be like, okay, what is the next one thing I've got to get done? And then work on that. Allow yourself to focus on that next one thing. So that is what I have for you guys today. I hope you found it helpful. Uh, if you have any questions about this episode, you can always email me at annie at And I look forward to speaking with you next week. 
be intentional, be whole. That is all for now. I help assistants apply the concepts I share on this podcast. If you're ready to take your growth deeper and you're curious whether working with me in a coaching capacity is right for you, please email me at annie at wholeassistant.com to schedule your complimentary discovery call.